You are listening to a podcast from News Plus Radio. This is Entertainment Weekly. Showbiz. There are eight great films. Gossip. That we haven't seen yet. And trends. All in Entertainment Weekly. Welcome everyone on this Sunday, the 21st of September 2014. I'm Sam Duckett and you're listening to Entertainment Weekly. If you're looking to catch up on what's new in showbiz with a weekly digest of only the biggest stories from the world of entertainment, then this is the show for you. We'll be here every Sunday breaking it down for you. On this episode of Entertainment Weekly from film, George Clooney is to receive an honorary Golden Globe. The Golden Era is to compete for an Oscar award. The series film The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby explores multiple perspectives. Gunther on Friends appears at a central perk pop-up. And Zachary Quinto will not be returning to the TV series hit Heroes. For music, rapper Lecree leads Billboard 200 album chart. U2 album reportedly cost Apple 100 million US dollars. And an Amy Winehouse statue is unveiled in the United Kingdom. From the world of celebrities, Leonardo DiCaprio named the UN Messenger of Peace for Climate. Chinese prosecutor approves arrest of JC Chan, and Kaiko faces a high amount of indemnity. US actor George Clooney is to receive an honorary award at next year's Golden Globes. This award is presented annually to an individual who's made an incredible impact on the world of entertainment. 53-year-old Clooney will be given a Cecil B. DeMille Award for his outstanding contributions both in front and behind the camera. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association said the star is being recognised as much for his global humanitarian efforts as he is for his accomplishments in the entertainment industry. Recent receipts for the DeMille Award, named after the famed producer of the Ten Commandments, include Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg and the late Robin Williams. 2015 Global Globes takes place on January 11th. Downtown Abbey fans can rest easy as the new season of the popular show is about to hit TV screens in the United Kingdom. The cast gave clues on what to look out for in season 5. Let's follow Chihui Guan to have a preview. It's been a worldwide phenomenon with endless awards as one of its stars, Hugh Bonneville, who plays Robert Crowley, the Earl of Grantham, notes. It would be churlish not to say that it's just wonderful to have one's work recognised, particularly in foreign countries like in America, where we've had over 50 nominations now over five years. That's quite remarkable. I think it's the most you know, nominated uh, British show in history. So, of course, that's wonderful. Michelle Dockery, who stars as his daughter, Lady Mary, as... It's wonderful, and just to know that people are still enjoying it, I mean, that's the main thing, and there's, there's still a kind of thirst for people to come back to the next series. However, Bonneville is quick to point out that there is a side to making the show that perhaps the average fan wouldn't necessarily see. Yesterday we were filming outside East Grinstead and we were all crammed into a sort of smelly porter cabin between takes. That's the reality. For most of the time, we're in a smelly porter cabin. We're not <laughs> a glamorous award ceremony. <laughs> With new plot lines and the wraps, there is very little the cast are able to give away while trying to promote the latest series. Laura Carmichael says... You definitely see more of, of Rosalind's care over Edith, and, and she becomes the one she can talk to about it. Um, but yeah, so uh, can't give her any more clues. <laughs> so, well. 
She plays Lady Edith Crowley, who had an eventful series four, secretly giving birth to a child she ended up giving away, among other dramatic plot lines. At least things are looking up for Michelle Dockery's character, Lady Mary, who spent all of series four mourning the death of her husband Matthew. Dockery says some of the things her character gets up to this season are more relevant to the modern age. There are things that surprise me. You know, Mary is she's kind of toying with the idea of having an intimate relationship with a man before she decides to settle down with him. And when I read that, I thought, God, this is incredibly modern for the time. But of course, it, it wasn't. That was that was what was happening. And it's there's much more comparison now in relation to modern times than there was in the beginning. The way that the women were behaving, or in public, you could be seen with a man that you weren't necessarily married. And of course, that was very different in the Edwardian period for the aristocracy. So it's been really interesting. Elizabeth McGovern, who plays Cora Crowley, the Countess of Grantham, says she finally gets the chance to explore her character in a way she hasn't before. As was suggested in prior seasons, all of the characters are adjusting to a changing world, and all of them are having slightly different reactions to this changing world. Some of them struggle with it more than others, and I think that it's a sort of a, a rift or a source of tension in the marriage that Robert finds it so much more difficult to adjust than Cora does. I think there's other things that that are sort of pulling them apart. Slightly at the beginning of the series, I won't say where that goes, but it provides a story which gives us an opportunity, I think, to get to know who Cora is a little bit more. At least I felt, as an actress, I sort of found out more about her than I ever had before. So that was nice. I feel a shaking of the ground I stand on. The nature of life is not permanence, but flux. Things are changing. Season five of Downton Abbey airs in the UK on September the twenty-first on ITV and premieres in the United States on January the fourth, two thousand and fifteen. Hong Kong director An Hui's film *The Golden Era* will compete for this year's Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. The decision was announced during the film's premiere in Hong Kong. The Golden Era tells a story about the legendary life and love experiences of Chinese writer Xiao Hong. An Hui said she felt honored, and she hoped the film could win glory for the Hong Kong film industry. Last year, director Wong Kar-wai's film *The Grand Master* took part in the contest for the same award, representing Hong Kong films, but failed to be nominated. *The Golden Era* will hit screens in Chinese mainland on October 1st. U.S. thriller *No Good Deed* took control of the box office this weekend. Mr. Evans fits the criteria of a malignant narcissist. Acts of rage frequently involving the attentions of a woman. You look so beautiful when you sleep. When I was in prison, I thought a lot about you. Colin, I tried to wait. No, you didn't. There's violence in this man. Your parole is denied. The film opened in first place with an impressive $24.5 million from over 2,000 locations. Sony suggested social media helped the film play so well in its opening weekend. 
Audiences were about 60% female and 41% under the age of 30. Gave the PG-13 rated pick a B-plus cinema score, indicating that the film was not exactly what they expected. Dolphin Tale 2 failed to match the $19.2 million debut of the first film, earning an estimated $16.5 million from 3,656 theatres to take second place. Holdovers took the remaining spots on the top five, including Disney and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which took in over $8 million domestically and over $9 million internationally. It's the sixth Marvel release to cross the $600 million landmark, and the film still has yet to open in China. The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby is the collective title of three films written and directed by Ned Benson. Now leading actor and actress James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain are weighing in on this new project. Liu Yen has more. Would you mind passing this to the girl with the red hair? Jessica Chastain and James McAvoy's new project, The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, shows how there are various perspectives to a story. The project is broken into three films, Him, Her, and Them. Her is about the wife played by Chastain, with Him centering on the husband. Finally, Them is a combination of both. Leading actress Jessica Chastain talks about the theme of the story. These two people that love each other so much that when faced with a tragedy, the question begs, can you love someone enough to let them go? So it is actually a very beautiful story. James McAvoy, the leading actor of the movie series, says he is never worried that people will not want to watch the him and her versions after them premiered. What's really interesting about it is it's, it's not just a three-hour movie,、uh, the him and her versions, and it's not just a movie and then its sequel. It is watching two points of view. About the same thing, and it is about watching an argument, if you like, or a creative argument,、uh, and a subjective、uh, memory argument as well. It's sort of different from watching a sequel or just one long movie. Chastain is echoing this view, saying she is looking forward to the movies, which I'm really excited about. That,、uh, in addition to them, him and her,、um, which is the original idea that we had, will be released in theaters. So now it's kind of great because it just means. More of the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, not less. So yeah, I'm not worried. Chastain was nominated for an Oscar for her role in Zero Dark Thirty. McAvoy's films include Atonement and The Last King of Scotland. The three films of the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby follow the same time period, portraying the differing perspectives of a young married couple living in New York. Discussing her character, Chastain says viewers can get something out of seeing the individual perspectives. I play Eleanor Rigby in my film, her, and then I play Connor's perception of Eleanor Rigby. So sometimes that that it's you know the saying like there's your version of the truth, my version, and then there's the truth. Perhaps them is the truth, and then her and him are、um, each character's perception of the truth. So it's a really For me, it's an interesting story. Them arrived in theaters on September 12th. Him and her will play in a limited release starting in October. The Central Park Cafe replica has opened in New York City to mark the 20th anniversary of the premiere of the hit sitcom Friends. The actor who played Gunther on Friends appeared at the Central Park pop-up. Sean City has more.
To commemorate the 20th anniversary of the premiere of a hit sitcom Friends, a replica of the character's regular hangout, Central Perk, has been set up. Central Perk is where Rachel, Ross, Joey, Chandler, Monica, and Phoebe spend most of their time on the show. What did you get her? A pen. <laughs> it's two gifts in one. It's a pen. That's also a clock. Huh? <laughs> you can't give her that. Why not? Because she's not eleven, <laughs> and it's not the seventh night of Hanukkah. <laughs> All right, look, look. What, what did you get for Angela Delvecchio for her birthday? She didn't have a birthday while we were going out. For three years. <laughs> This central perk is manned by Friends barista Gunther, a character played by James Michael Tyler. He appeared at the central perk pop-up. I, I did this、uh, specifically、uh, because it's twenty years, you know, and I figured. Prince was such a huge part of my life, and and it changed my life in so many ways that the least I could do would be to bleach my hair and come back here to New York, which I hey I get to come to New York and hang out in this amazing replica of the coffee shop where I spent so much time. I love you. I love you too. Probably not in the same way, but I do. The fully functional cafe has been set up by Warner Brothers, which produced Friends and Eight O'Clock Coffee. Tyler says it was created for the fans. We have a lot of the、uh, a lot of the props from the show. We're going to have live performances every Friday here.、Um, free coffee, you can't beat that.、Um, and it's free Eight O'Clock Coffee, so it's it's just a wonderful way to celebrate Warner Brothers and and Friends and an iconic show. Among the items featured at the cafe are outfits that cost a war, memorabilia such as a fake soap opera digest with news on Joey's character being killed off, and a script signed by the cast. And Tyler knows the setup wouldn't be complete without the orange couch. The first thing I noticed was the couch, and then、uh, just the smell of real coffee because our set actually didn't、uh, smell like real coffee because the, I never made an actual coffee. In the ten years that I worked there, because you know the machines are really loud. So yeah, it just it just seems this would be what Central Perk would be like, and it is near the location, if not at the location where the Central Perk actually in the fictional universe existed. So it blurs the lines between reality and and、uh, and fantasy. Fans can also purchase memorabilia like Friends coffee cups and T-shirts. The Central Perk replica opens to the public Wednesday, September 17th, and remains open until October 18th. The coffee shop will be open Mondays through Fridays, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturdays and Sundays from 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. American actor Zachary Quinto first came into the public attention when he played the superpowered serial killer Siler in the hit sci-fi series Heroes. Now, this Emmys and Golden Globes-nominated drama is going to launch its sequel. However, Quinto says the favorite villain will not be returning to the big screen. Zhen Liang has the details. 
revitalized, re-energized, and reborn. The suspense-filled and action-packed hero saga will continue its captivating tale in the summer of 2015 after a four-year departure from the airwaves. Basiler, one of the most popular characters in this epic TV show, may not be shown for the new installment. You don't realize there's a hunger that turned me into a killer. Zachary Quinto, who has secured a big acting break thanks to his portrayal of this complicated character, says he's ruling out any role in Heroes Reborn miniseries. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I mean, that that is for sure now. The 37-year-old actor is grateful that Heroes creator Tim Green supports his decision. Tim and I have been in touch about it directly, and、uh, I think his idea. Was to have the character be a part of it, but not an essential part of it. You know, maybe just kind of check back in with Siler at some point in his journey. And、uh, yeah, it just it didn't work out timing wise and creatively. And I, I express this to Tim. I'm as grateful as I am for the opportunity. It remains the thing that I'm, you know, that and Spock are the two things that I'm most closely identified with, and I'm grateful for that. But I'm also really interested in cultivating other experiences creatively for myself, and and he was very respectful of that and and supportive of that and understood my inclination in that direction. But how about Spock, the pointy-eared character he's best known for? Quinto is signed on to appear in one more of Abrams' Star Trek films. The actor admits that there have been no discussions on whether he will play Spock beyond the latest film, and no real discussion about the third Star Trek film yet. But things will heat up soon. It's starting to rumble. I feel it on the horizon, but、uh, but no details as of yet. Abrams' third Star Trek film is expected out in 2016. Chinese director Zhao Baogang's film One Step Away will hit the big screen nationwide this coming Friday on September 19th. The film boasts an all-star cast, including Chinese mainland actor Sun Hongwei, Taiwan actress Kwai Lun Mei, Hong Kong actor Alex Fong, and actress Ada Chow. The film premiered earlier in Beijing, with a number of celebrities in the film industry joining its promotion. Famous actor Li Chengru is one of them. It is a perfect combination of cruel reality and romantic love. I think it's a touching film. It's unnecessary to worry about box office earnings because it's a definite success. The film depicts a pair of lovers during the wartime era of the Republic of China. Though the pair deeply fall in love with each other, war has driven them apart. Each of their encounters is short and in a tense and dangerous situation, but is kept alive forever in their memories. What makes the film bear even more expectations is the theme song, which is Chinese pop diva Fei Wong's first vocal release since her divorce last year from her ex-husband, actor Li Yapeng. The fifth edition of the Jargon Film Festival, also known as JFF, kicked off on Sunday in Mumbai. Films from all over the world will be screened at two theaters in the city during the week-long event. Among the 19 titles from around the globe featured in the festival's competition section is the 2013 Chinese language film Takao Dancer. Directed by Taiwan artist Ho Wen Sing and South Korean filmmaker Hwang Oh Chul. The drama follows three friends as they attempt to maintain their bond amid life's many obstacles. Organized by the Indian media group Jargon, JFF ran across 16 Indian cities before being in its current and final leg in Mumbai. Indian actress and former beauty queen Priyanka Chopra said the event is a great way to be celebrating movies during the fest's red carpet ceremony. JFF will conclude on September 28. 
Famous director Zhang Yimou's new film, The Great Wall, has begun its casting work. The epic film, which is produced by Legendary Pictures, will be shot by both China and U.S. teams. The language of the film, however, will be entirely in English. It will tell the story about the mystery of China's Great Wall, one of the greatest wonders of the world. According to Zhang, the film's actors and actresses will come from a large variety of countries, including celebrities from both China and Hollywood. He hopes the cast of the film might remind the audience of the 2008 Olympic Games opening ceremony. The film will begin shooting in 2015. Jesse Chan might be charged with providing venues for drug users and illegally possessing drugs. If found guilty, the actor could face up to three years in prison. His father, action comedy star Jackie Chan, served as a goodwill spokesman for the China National Anti-Drug Committee in 2009. In recent months in China, a string of celebrities have been detained on drug-related and sex-buying charges. They have included movie and television stars, film directors, and a prominent screenwriter. Taiwan actor Kaiko's career has been badly affected by his recent drug scandal. It's been reported that 19 advertisements he endorsed earlier have all been cancelled, with one third of those related advertisers claiming indemnity from him, with an amount of about 13 million Hong Kong dollars. There are also one third of advertisers who haven't decided whether to ask for the compensation. If they decide to, Kaiko will face altogether more than 25 million Hong Kong dollars indemnity. His drug incident also made him lose five films, as well as six advertisements, causing his loss of more than 42 million Hong Kong dollars. Kaiko was detained for two weeks for drug consuming in Beijing last month, together with famous entertainer Jackie Chan's son, J.C. Chan. Award-winning Chinese director Wang Chuan-an may be expelled from the China Film Directors Guild after he was detained on suspicion of hiring prostitutes. Wang was caught buying sex from a 31-year-old prostitute from Heilongjiang Province on September 10th in an apartment in Beijing Dongcheng District. Both are said to have admitted their guilt. The writer, dear plain director, is a long-time member of the guild, but Chinese director Li Xiaohong, who is chairman, said the institution treats its members who have taken or engaged in acts of prostitution in equal manner. Li said, "China Film Producers Association, China Film Directors Guild, China Television Actors Association, Chinese Society of Film and Literature, and Chinese Film Association have collectively issued a notice calling for cleaner showbiz, and they want to reiterate that for this incident, Wang was working on a film, The Bund, prior to this detention." Actress Zhang Yuqi responded on her Weibo account late yesterday to the detention of her filmmaker husband and Berlin International Film Festival winner Wang Chuan-an, who is suspected of buying sex. In the post, Zhang said the incident gave her complex feelings, but that she would face and deal with the tough situation together with her husband. She said she believed Wang will receive impartial treatment. Los Angeles Police Department is conducting an internal investigation after Django Unchained actress Daniel Watts accused officers of handcuffing and briefly detaining her. The city's police force is investigating a complaint from Watts, who posted a picture on Facebook last week showing her crying with her hands behind her back, standing next to an officer. Los Angeles police officers responded to an incident exposure report from a passerby on Thursday afternoon. Celebrity news outlet TMZ has posted an audio clip from police purportedly from the incident, where Watts is heard confronting a police officer who asked her for identification. <laughs> Somebody called the police saying that there was lewd acts in the car. No lewd acts happening. Doesn't matter. I have to ID you. We're not doing anything. Somebody called. I'm on the phone with my dad. This is my boyfriend. Okay, I want to see your ID. The officer detained Watts, who is black, and her boyfriend, who is white, but soon determined the two had not broken any laws and released them. Watts's boyfriend, Los Angeles Chief Brian James Lucas, wrote on his Facebook page that police had thought she was a prostitute because of the couple's attire and the differing skin colors.
that actually brings me to the end of another edition of Entertainment Weekly. Be sure to tune in next week for more fun facts and gab right here on CRI's News Plus Radio. Take care, everyone, and see you next week. Thanks for downloading this edition of the program. To find out more, please go to our website, newsplusradio.cn. We hope you enjoy it.